What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, I'm so used to for you to say and get us to 200 that we're already at 200. Yeah. Once again, thank you for 200. But also uh, follow all our socials, uh, rankings, clips. Hopefully, the t- um, challenge videos come out soon. Uh, audio listeners, make sure you guys download it and give it a five star rating. And head over to the YouTube and help us get to 300 now. Um, feels weird because uh, it's a Wednesday when we record, and usually, I guess we put the blinds down now, but it's like full on daylight because I'm for once I'm you're not at, at work. You're not at work, yeah, because <laughs> it's a, my vacation week. But um, yeah, but also one more thing before we get started: tier list video coming out this weekend. NFL one, NFL, MLB so. after that. Soon. Yeah, and also check that out. But speaking of NFL, and speaking of Monday Night Football. We got to talk about probably the biggest disappointment of the year, potentially right now, in the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Uh, so Monday Night Football, we, you know, everybody, including our picks that we made with the family, had Buffalo winning. It's Denver. Um, we, have, we have to talk about Denver slightly now because they're no longer a laughing stock anymore. But um, Buffalo, yeah, um, it's the same story all year long. They're 5-5 five and five now. The Colts are ahead of them based on tiebreakers now. And... Um, Obviously, my Super Bowl pick, my MVP, only lived to do that MVP status for like two games. And then, uh, yeah, they ended up losing on a game-winning uh, field goal by the Denver Broncos after the Buffalo Bills committed a penalty of a 12-man on the field, which led to the Broncos to kick it again because they originally missed the first one. Um, uh, talking about the game very quickly, it's Josh Allen throwing picks. Um, Stephon Diggs not getting he's getting mad to the point where Trayvon Diggs is like you're the only reason why you're good on Instagram he said this yeah. like, uh, 14 needs to get up out of there 14 being, which means Stephon Diggs phone number or uh, jersey number, number. <laughs> jersey number um, that like he, oh, the only reason why you guys have been good is because he got there and I slightly agree with that because that also, but also the flip side cap. as well that, the, it's cap. both it was 50-50 partnership there but uh, yeah and then they ended up um the turnovers, their defense, their defense held them in the game for the longest time, and Josh had a few good plays, and uh, but ultimately they choked. And uh, Denver, uh, we'll get into it in a second, or now in the playoff race as well. Yeah, Josh Allen turnovers, obviously. What's the whole offense turning over? James Cook had a fumble, and then he had another fumble where. But then James Cook cooked after. Cooked. Then he had a fumble where like it bounced right to him and like a basketball. kept on running. Yeah. Like he started dribbling like a basketball, right? Um, that means it's turnovers, right? Like this is a high-powered offense, right? It shows that you could run they the make, ball. Clearly, they should run the ball. They make big plays. They do generally do make big plays, but it also they're trying to make big plays all the time. It costs them a lot. Kincaid got his touchdown because James Cook ran the ball effectively after. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. And obviously, we'll, we'll stop with the, with the game here because this is obviously coming out on a Thursday. But the biggest news that dropped a day later, uh, so on Tuesday, was, and we've had this discussion before. Ken Dorsey, their offensive coordinator, getting fired. And we had this de- kind of a debate, but we kind of like, it was like with Nick Shook as well that um, Brian Dayball versus Ken Dorsey. When Dayball left last year, Dorsey was still fine, right? Yeah. Like it, it was fine. But the you could tell there's a difference because Dan Orlowski on the Pat McAfee show said like it's easy to pr- prepare for because they're not running the ball much. And pass play after pass play. Yesterday, they, or their running plays are Josh Allen. But yesterday, or sorry, not yesterday, um, on Monday, like I said, James Cook ran the ball pretty effectively when he needed to run it. And then he did ride it out. 
Now, the funny part with this is it's a similar question I have for you that you asked me with the Jake Woodcroft Oilers situation. How much is this on Ken Dorsey? Because at the end of the day, the offense numbers are great. Like, they're up there. I think Mina Kimes tweeted it out. Uh, it's up there. But do you think because of the style of the offensive is deserve, is deserving to get fired? Because, hey, if he missed that field goal, he's probably still the offensive Everything coordinator. Everything in the offensive category is up there. That includes turnovers as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's some predictability there. Because, like, for the longest time, we're just seeing Ken Dorsey just put it in Josh Allen's hands for the whole entire game. Josh Allen, QB draw. Josh Allen rollout, right? Josh Allen do this. Josh Allen do that. Right when when you're doing that, obviously Josh Allen is not going to be perfect every play, and he's shown that at least 14 times. Where I think he has 14 picks this year. You got to start changing it up, mixing it up, right? Like yesterday on uh, Monday, I felt like they started running the ball too much, and they weren't even passing it at all. There was a certain points because I think when James Cook ran the ball a lot, then they started throwing it again. I'm like, why? Like ride what's working. But and you it, tell me a play action wouldn't have worked perfectly if you just true, mix it in there. True. It would just run, 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 run. True, I'm not saying that, but um, yeah, I I mean, yeah, I, I said that like I don't know if I sh- if it should have been a midseason fire, but maybe because they're struggling this. They bad. have to. Uh, they, they have to get the results done. aren't there, right? But and on the flip side, defensively they're injured. Before, before we get on that, the replacement is Joe Brady. For okay, now. I was I was gonna wait for that. Yeah, but let's get to it. So like, Joe Brady, those of you guys don't know, was last in the he's a quarterbacks coach now as their OC. He's a young guy. He was the Carolina Panthers. OC. Uh, OC for a year with, with Matt Rule. Matt Rule, yeah. But before that, he had a lot of his success with LSU. Um, he was their offensive coordinator when LSU won it all with Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, so on and so forth on that that offense. And that offense in college was elite. Again, differences, that was college. I thought he got fired too early in Carolina, personally. I don't know how much was that on Matt Rule. He David got fired Tepper. before Matt Rule, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know how much that was on Matt Rule's decision-making of firing him. I thought he was okay in Carolina. But, yeah, then he ended up going to Buffalo as a quarterback's coach, and now he's the OC. So, let's see if he could actually cook. And, you know, Antonio Pierce literally said, like, I'm not stupid. I need to get Devontae Adams the ball. So, is that going to be what Joe Brady's going to say? I'm not stupid. I need to get Stephon Diggs the ball as much as I can. Um, now, Pat McAfee brought a good point. He did say that before we get to the other question about Sean McDermott I have. Is the drama from the beginning of the year still looming? Remember Stefan Diggs there after, was drama, yeah. after the game last year in the playoffs and then all the OTAs was when he was saying some comments. I think Stephen A. Smith reported that like he wants out of there. Um, and now, again, Stephen A. Smith, as much as we criticize him for the way he uh, <laughs> delivers uh, some certain, like how he analyzes certain things and how he do- talks about it, is a reliable journalist from what we know. And but obviously Diggs refuted that he's like that's bullshit, and Stephen Smith's like, well, I have my sources, right? So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he is a source though, so who knows? Um, now obviously Stephen Smith brought that back. He's like, I see, I ain't lying. If Trayvon Diggs, I don't know why Trayvon Diggs is getting involved. You're in a different yeah. NFL team. <laughs> it's not like you're a J- Dax brother, Tad Prescott, I think is his name, who tweets yeah, yeah. about Dak all the time, who doesn't have a team roster. Yeah, exactly. You might get screwed over for tampering because of this, <laughs> right? But uh. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know how much of that drama is going to loom over. Is Stefan Diggs out of there next year? He's 31 or whatever he is now. Um, again, like my question, like to your point, I think him coming to the uh, to help Josh Allen was a little bit more because Josh Allen did 
was inconsistent until Stefan Diggs got there. But to your point, the arm talent of um, and probably Brian Dable helps a lot with this. Got Stefan Diggs going as well. Um, that being Stephon said, Stefan Diggs wasn't a top five receiver in Minnesota. Like he is, yeah, because Thielen wasn't the one A. Uh, yeah, yes. no, but like in general, he wasn't gonna be that in Minnesota. No matter if Thielen was yeah. there, or was not there, right? Josh Allen made him a top five receiver, but on the flip side, Diggs did help Josh Allen a lot too. Yeah, exactly, there is both sides to it, so it's not just like Trayvon Diggs points is not correct because you got to look at the other side as well. Yeah, um, you know, let's let's see what happens, right? Because they play that tough schedule. They, they have, have Eagles, yeah, they, they have, have the hardest Chief, schedule. I think. They have like. To make them, and they're out of a playoff spot right now. And I'll, we'll bring up the playoff picture because it's time to start looking at playoff pictures a little bit now, uh, especially with the AFC. But sh- okay, so the last question: Sean McDermott. He's on the hot seat. He's gone at the end of the year if he doesn't make the playoffs, right? I think you have to. How much uh, do you blame? Has, I know the defense has been injured, and there's that thing. But if you're a good coach, Bill Belichick have done it before, right? Mike Tomlin has done it before. You know how much do you think Sean McDermott ha- takes charge of the defense as well? You know what? You know what loss is on him. The one against Kansas City where Allen just balled out, right? That should have been. Oh yeah, that was yeah that one. Yeah, the playoff game from two years ago. Yeah, where the Bengals made a Super Bowl. Yeah. That year, um, that was the Bills Super Bowl right there. Like that was the that Bills nobody was beating that Bills team, uh, the way that Josh Allen was playing that at that yeah. time. Uh, that, that, was, that was that was strictly head coaching decisions and defensive. Decisions. Yeah, and then that, that was a, a nine TD zero interception Josh Allen. Yeah. And now looking at Josh Allen now. Is the window closed? <laughs> we don't know. Me. I'm not gonna say the window's closed. You still have a top uh, like just he's gotta fix stuff, right? Yeah. Like we all know that. Um Josh Allen's still a top QB in the league, right? You could still win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. I do believe that. Yeah. But he's gotta figure it out. Right. McDermott, on the other hand, I think is I think I think they need to make a switch to an offensive guy. You need a coach that I think tells tells uh Josh, that you don't need to make every play. Like, he forces them thinking he can make them. And when he makes them, it's great. When he doesn't, it's, like, horrible. But at times, we just let it pass because the great plays happen more often, whether it be hurdling someone, but running year, into someone, or throwing the ball. This year, because, like, this, I, I, I forgot who it was. I think they said, I think it was Richard Sherman, saying that, like, we criticize Dak all the time for doing shit like this. We have to criticize Josh Allen now. And yeah. They, now we are, so. Uh, it, because this year has been 50-50. Last year, year before that, you know, you've seen more of the good than bad. Yeah. And more good than bad. But this year has been like, you know, we don't Because know. it's like... like he, this year has been 50-50. Is he throwing a pick every time he throws? Or is he... Like, you know how some quarterbacks are like, okay, yo, they're going to freaking complete it. Yeah. Like, when I watch uh, Pat. Two, Pat, obviously, Tua, Burrow when he's on his game. Like, I was like, okay... Justin the, Herbert. CJ Stroud. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert, yeah, as well. Like, if I'm playing overall. Yeah. And I'm throwing CJ Stroud in there as well. Yeah, this year, CJ Stroud for sure. Like, well, okay, this yeah. like I'm confident every time they throw the ball, yeah. it's be a TD. Whereas or, or a completion down something. Or a completion, yeah. Um, when I'm watching, like, Gardner Minshew, when I'm watching Carson Zach Wilson, when I watch Carson Wentz in the Colts, and now I'm putting Josh Allen, I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. So is Josh Allen, like, in that Matt Stafford kind of mold now? <laughs> Matt Stafford was, like, more good than bad for sure, but, like, recently has not as much, but... Yeah. yeah, it's, like, the thing is, like, it's this one really pisses me off. Right, because I I love Josh Allen. Like I love watching yeah, him play okay. and everything. Like he's him and Lamar are like my two favorite quarterbacks in the league right now, with Anthony Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> but like it just pisses me off. And like Lamar had his struggles too as well. Lamar's kind of there now. I know, but like before Lamar had his struggles too. Yeah. Now I'm like, 
yo, pick it up, bro. I'm trying to back you here. Yeah. And I'm going to say the same thing to Josh now Allen. Now it's flipped for you. Now I'm saying just Josh Allen. It's like, yo, pick it up. Yeah. Um. By the way, I just want to say a reminder that we already put two polls on YouTube out. MVP so far, which I had uh, CJ Stroud. Uh, Lamar. Lamar. And of, of Jalen Hurts. And then other comment that other below. And also today I released the who's your uh, depoy. So that was Garrett, Crosby, and TJ Watt and other, if you have any as well. I'm going to try to put more out for tomorrow, this week. Follow the Instagram, like I said, because I'm going to start putting out more polls on Instagram for you guys to vote on or comment stuff about. But uh, back to, okay, that's let's stop there about the Monday Night Football. We'll see. The title, you know, the title of this video is going to be, will the Bills make the playoffs? And you guys can comment down below if they will make the playoffs. But um, let's move on very quickly because last time when we recorded on Sunday, it was midday. So we've got a couple of games to talk about and plus the Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, don't care. Don't uh, care. Um, Jets Zach Wilson is doing Zach Wilson things. Jets got two four field goals. Antonio so Pierce is coach of the year so far. And okay. uh, <laughs> over obviously, I'm overreacting yeah. to that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's undefeated. Bro, I'm telling you, you just sort of started Aiden Connell, bro. Aiden O'Connell is um, yeah, a goal right now. Zach Wilson obviously threw a pick at the most crucial time. And kind of like Mac Jones vibes, and then obviously you couldn't do much afterwards. And then yeah, um, all right, but not much to say about that. But game of the weekend was probably the Lions. And is that Chargers. game of the year? Is it a takeover? Another Chargers game of Chargers Dolphins. Of, of course, Chargers are the Chargers have no defense, so they're gonna be involved in shootouts every freaking game. <laughs> Basically, that's the only chance they have of winning. Staley's gone, right? He's gone. He's a defense is calling guy. card. He's a defensive guy, so he's gone. That's, I don't understand. But, yeah, no, Jared Goff, I said he was a player to watch for me uh, last week. Like, I think he was going to ball out, which he did. Obviously, Jameer Gibbs had two touchdowns. David Montgomery had, like, and I think, I don't even know, it was, like, a 70-yard rushing. 75-yard. 75-yard. And uh, Chargers, like, Herbert, like, we, we've seen Herbert do these things many, many times. We've seen we've seen Keenan Allen probably having an insane year. He did have a great year. And another, and another great game. I think 175 and two touchdowns. Yep. And then... Uh, the defensively, like, I'm, I'm not going to question Lions defense. I feel like this is the first time they give up this many points. But Chargers, it's the same old question again, right? Like, you have Joey Bozo, you have Cleo Mack, you have... Uh, Derwin James. Derwin James, you have Asante Samuel Jr., right? Obviously, the You JC, did have JC, but... That didn't, didn't work, work out, out, whatever. Okay, that's on him. But you still have good players. Like, there's something missing here, right? You have Kent Murray Jr. at linebacker. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. Like, the... The amount of times I've seen Herbert involved in these type of games that either he just wins or just loses is insane. Like he has to score. This is a classic Herbert game. Four hundred yeah. something yard, three hundred twenty-three yards. Sorry, four TDs. Yeah, he threw a pick, but like it's you're bound to throw a pick if you can throw four TDs. Uh, twenty-seven for forty, three hundred twenty-three yards. Like I said, Keenan Allen one seventy-five. Like you said, Austin Leckler sixty-seven yards on nineteen carries. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, game of the year for uh, tied game of the year with Miami. Miami, but. You know, and this is why like, I'm like you said you're rooting for Allen, but now it's more on Allen. I'm rooting for Herbert and Kyler Murray, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but this is not even as much on Herbert as much as it is on yeah, like, on the defensive Herbert's side. not having his best years this year. Yeah, he's still in games, right? He's like the Chargers' record should be way better than it was, and like some of that is on Herbert, right? They should have won one games. Yeah, I don't know because that, that injury, but like they, this is a classic Herbert game. Like I want to say they should have won the Dallas game. This is a classic Herbert uh, game. The the pick that Gilmore had at the end, but yeah, yeah. No, like this is the Herbert. Yeah, that one was we brutal. see. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of Kyler Murray, another guy, the other guy who I'm rooting for, my two favorite. But before we're gonna, are you conservative Lions defense or is it just like a blip? 
Um, so because there's a lot of points, right? Let me see how much has they've given up before. I, uh, I think before this, they gave up... Okay, so 38, then they gave up 14, then they gave up 38 to another good team in the Ravens. Bucks, they only gave up six. They gave up 24 to the Panthers. Just to focus on the good teams. Uh, Seahawks, they gave up 37. The Chiefs are week one, which is kind of questionable. That's 20, obviously. Without Travis Kelsey. So to the good teams, they gave up a lot. Right? So Seahawks, is, I still consider a good team. Are they... When it comes to playoff time, and when they're facing high-powered offenses... Right. And the rest of their schedule is easy except the Cowboys. Yeah, no, don't worry about the rest of the schedule. I'm just saying they're in the playoffs. Uh, when it comes to the playoffs, though, when they're facing high-powered uh, offenses, like, you know, Dallas is going to be a good... San Francisco. San Francisco. But, like, realistically, I think it might be a... So they're going to be the... third seed, right? Or their second seed right now. Second or third. So they might be facing, like, a Seattle. Yeah. Right? Or, like, a Dallas potential. Seattle right now, they should... They, okay, the 37 could be a blip, but at the same time... It is Seattle, and they're random. Like, Gino is struggling. Bro, they, they also might face Joshua Dobbs. True. Joshua Dobbs might drop 35-plus on you. Yeah, I mean, I got to see the Dallas game to see fully for sure. Or if they give up another Because I don't game. think this, this... Yes, this defense is approved. Because high-powered offense, like you said. Yeah, yeah, like all the... Ravens and Chargers Yeah, like all that. the ones that we saw, like all the ones you mentioned, where yeah. they give up 30-plus. But this defense is improved, but I don't think they have been tested. And every time they had a test, they failed, in yeah. my opinion. This one, they actually their offense helped them win. Yeah, obviously. It. Um, Cardinals, Kyler Murray's back might may ruin their chances of getting Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever. We'll, we'll get into college football later. They're on. probably not going to get a quarterback. They're um, not drafting a quarterback. Like we've already talked about this last week. I think we're on the now we're on this. Uh, like obviously they play Atlanta. They're not that good. Um, Kyler making Kyler plays again. The little guy that just runs <laughs> and then makes the and has runner, arm yeah. talent. I like I said. I think he's slightly underrated by many people. Yeah, so the contract doesn't do him justice, but at the same time, I still think he's more talented than people make it out to be. He ain't Daniel Jones. Like, simple no, as that. It's a he ain't Daniel Jones. But, um, yeah, like we we said it last time. You guys could check that out. That we're like, okay, if, if it's up to the Cardinals, trade down. If they can't trade down, maybe just take the best just player available. Just take Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, like if he's available, take him. Otherwise, take the best player available at that point. Um, but yeah, like I'm happy to see him play because we were watching him live, and I'm just on that play where he just ran, ran like a, around, ran yeah. like a half a track, and then just went across. Uh, 249 yards only. He didn't throw a TD, but 19 for he 32. Rushed, he rushed a TD. Uh, rushed TD, but uh, he threw a pick. Obviously, his first game back. So let's see. I mean, it was um, a decent game against a decent defense in the Falcons. 25-23, so close game. But yeah, but. The Falcons fell off now. They're a division lead and just never won a game after that. Yeah. And the Saints, by default, might just win the NFC South, which is another disappointing team against uh, the Vikings. But sticking with uh, Kyler Murray, it was good to see him back, right? It didn't seem like the ACL affected him. We'll see. He has a bigger test against the, the Houston Texans next week. But before we a go good to, performance for be, him. Before we go to superlatives, because the other games, you know, Cowboys destroyed him, and then the Seahawks won a close game, which... Hey, they're kind of winning. They're winning close games, but Sam Howell, you should be. Sam Howell's in there, bro. Yeah, you gotta get him on uh, the line. Gotta get him. How much are you buying? Aaron Rodgers will be back by Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. Like he said, mid December. I thought he said. Thank, I think recently he said Thanksgiving on the Batman before he said mid December. Okay, like but either before. way, because we already said mentioned this Nick Shrug and he does not buy it at all. I don't buy it. Maybe he has the best doctors in the world and doing his ayahuasca stuff here. He does <laughs> whatever he is. Well, darkness, darkness, darkness retreat, man. But. The conspiracy, I think Dan Lebertard said he doesn't have a torn, AC, torn Achilles. If he comes back within three months... If he comes back, he didn't have a torn Achilles. 
right? Like you gotta buy that conspiracy. I don't know. It's just talk. He didn't. Then he does. Or he he did, and he just came back way too early, and he'll just demolish it again, one or the other. Yeah, those are like, only two options. Those are only two options, right? Nothing like three months. Like you saw what happened to Cam Akers, who came back early and just tore it again. Yeah, like J.K. Dobbs has been tearing. I don't know if this he tore his Achilles second time. Yeah, but I think he had an ACL potentially, maybe. But like, why is it? Why isn't Dobbins back? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> what the like? What the? They, no, they get a different position, but still. Yeah, no, but they both got injured the same week. Yeah. Dominic like, you better hope you have, like, the go- the best O-lineman ever for him and to stand there. they don't. And they don't. They don't. Right? They like, you need, don't. like, prime Trent Williams, Quentin Nelson, I don't know, uh, Creed Lindstrom, Humphrey. Creed Humphrey. Um, Lindstrom on the right guard. And, uh, like, freaking... Lyle, not Lyle Collins. Lane whoever, Johnson. Lane Johnson and whoever, Or just right? the Eagles online in general. Yeah, basically. so, like, I don't know. Like, I can't... It's Kelsey. so hard to buy it. But uh, do you want to do superlatives right now, or do you want me to talk about the playoffs quickly? We'll the right now. Okay, so we'll do last week's relatives. Yeah, and so then we'll we'll start off thing. with the disappointment. Obviously, collective disappointment is the Bills. We already talked about them. So, but yours? Uh, let me just pull up this. I'll again. start off with mine. Jaguars, you put up thirty points that against was mine. us. That was gonna be mine. All right, you talk about the Jaguars then. <laughs> okay. I'll pick another one. Uh, no, I, I know you go. I All right, Jaguars, know. you put up three points. This is your test against exactly. the Super Bowl team. There's, these guys were losing three weeks in a row, and uh, both of you guys are off a bye week, so. There's no excuse, right? Yeah. Like, you just didn't do anything. Um, weren't good enough. Yeah, pretty much. Might echo, not be that team. Echo, that echo you everything you said. Because, hey, Indy, Houston are on the heels now. Maybe. They are on the heels, especially Houston. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm going to... It's the same record I'm speaking, I guess, or whatever that saying is. Um, Saints. Saints. That was my other team. You can't let Josh Dobbs, who doesn't know where his locker room is, <laughs> and all this beat you. How? You have a, you have a good it? defense. And you like Jameis is making Jameis throws. I know Derek Carr got injured now, but yeah, like no, Jameis, is it even on Jameis when you're down when your defense allowed that yeah. many points? Jameis came back in the most Jameis way possible by chucking random throws cross field, and it's, then it's also not, lost at the end because Jameis doing Jameis. It's things. not on Jameis. It's, it's not the, fully on. What I'm saying is Jameis is just doing yeah. Jameis things. But, but at the end of the day, you should not be down by that your much. Your defense is supposed to be elite. Yeah, right? like it, they were down. 24 to 3 at half. Right, like your defense wasn't elite against Indy. Like Indy had like 20 points by halftime against you. And then obviously you picked it up second half. Same thing again. Like the like Joshua Dobbs shouldn't be dropping 20 points. And even 20, the offensive What side, was the total score? 27 uh, 19. That can't happen. So they had a chance at the end. Like but Joshua yeah. Dobbs gets 17 max on you, especially on that defense. Especially with him just showing up. Yeah. And like on top of that, your offense went elite against Indy and then fell back again. But one of the surprises for me. It's gonna be Joshua Dawes, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if it's a surprise anymore because he's been doing it all year. Maybe the obviously we'll talk about the Browns news quickly because maybe the Browns would need him back, uh, even though PJ Walker's been decent. But Deshaun Watson officially today, uh, at the time of this recording, has uh, been declared out for the year, um, broken bone in his shoulder. So cl- the fact that he started off obviously you could tell he was injured and then went off against the Ravens uh, showed. In the second half. Yeah. Um, obviously you had him in your top five. Um, now probably won't be the case unless PJ Walker goes sicko mode. But yeah, that's not happening. Uh, but yeah, Joshua Dobbs is one surprise. Other surprise, the Denver hope, Broncos. I hope that jinxed somehow. <laughs> It'll be hilarious. It's not happening. Clippable moment. It's not happening. Clip this moment for us, you, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, it's not happening. But <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos, uh, they're on a the hottest team. Oh in yeah, we were talking about the Broncos. I forgot about uh, them. Yeah. surprise of the week. I'll just quickly say it right now. Three game winning streak. They They're the kind of. They beat the Packers, beat the Chiefs, beat the Bills, right? They're kind of back in the mix. Five and five now, right? I believe. Uh, 
Four and five. Four and five. So with a game in hand. The Raiders are five and five. Yeah. But um, no, like, you know, obviously you and Nick Shook rolled them off early, early, like before the year. I kind of had, like, you know, had some faith in them. And they're kind of showing that faith back. Uh, kind of. Russell, Russell's but, been playing decent still. Like, I'm not he never had a bad year. Russell was like, man. Wasn't terrible. Yeah, he was a man. But I'm, not, I'm still writing them off, right? Like, they're still too far behind, especially how they started. In my opinion, like there's too much of a mountain to Dude, climb. Everybody's so close because I'm gonna bring the schedule up. Yeah, I know. Right. the schedule, the standings. But up. like you got, you got. They don't have a hard schedule. You got the Bills, you got, um, everyone in the uh, AFC North, right? You yeah, know, that, that part's still gonna be you tough, gotta, but they're got, still there. Yeah, I know, but you got Indy and Houston as well, right? And but the they're Raiders. in the mix at least, huh? So I'm still putting them part of the mix. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they're in the mix. They're scheduling the hardest. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not writing. I'm not writing them. Like, in. listen, who, who? I'm still keeping them as a, you know, like I wrote them off in the beginning. I'm yeah. still keeping that category. Realistically, like, okay, Vikings they could win. Now you're gonna say, yo, Josh Dobbs is superhuman. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, bro. Uh, Browns have Nobody's a chance. Stopping. Browns have a chance. They have a win. They ain't scoring on a defense. Who knows, man? Who knows? They ain't scoring on <laughs> it's <defense>. football. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Cause it, it, I won't be surprised. Texans, you won't be surprised. If it's a cl- at least a close enough game and everything, and they could win. Yeah. Chargers, the way the Chargers are randomly charging things uh, up. That should be Chargers. So twice the Chargers. Detroit's the only one where I'm like, okay, Detroit. Um, Patriots, really? Okay. So name all the teams and again. The I'll tell you. I'll tell you my prediction right now for them. Okay, Vikings. Vikings win. Browns. Browns win. So you said Vikings win. Yeah. So okay. No, say the say. Okay. Right, so Broncos lose. Okay. Browns game. Broncos lose. Texans. At Texans. Uh, the other two games are at home. Mile high, keep in mind. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Broncos lose. Okay, so you already gave them three in a row. Yeah, three in a uh, row right there. At Chargers. Like, at Chargers, they might sneak a win. One. They at played Chargers line. twice. Yeah. All right, so I, I think they might sneak a win against Houston. Okay. And then they might sneak a win against the Chargers. Okay, at Lions. Loss. Versus Patriots. So they're home. Win. Versus the Chargers at home, loss, and then at the Raiders, loss. So you're gen- you're still negative. <laughs> huh? I, I, I'm not buying it. Okay. I'm still not buying it. I th- I think they'll go 500 the rest of the way, and we'll just see. That's not good enough. No, I'm just saying. But you gotta admit they're still in the mix. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like I'm still like I'm I'm, I'm not putting my feet. So in terms of the wild card, because we already know the Chiefs won the division. Like I'm guarantee you. Like I'm I'm not gonna say guarantee, but obviously, but I'm like, out of all the teams, I still rank them at the bottom for the wild card. Okay, so for wild card, let's just go AFC quickly. Chiefs. Seven. Every team's in the wild card hunt except for Patriots. And the Titans. And the Titans, yeah. They could come back, but yeah. Uh Chiefs seven and two, their first seed. Ravens seven and three, there's a second seed. Uh Jaguars and the Dolphins are at six and three, right? So that could still interchange amongst the four. I Literally the, the Ravens could fall out as well. And Chiefs are the only lock for division right now. Yeah. So they're top four no matter what. Yeah. Uh wild card one, pay, uh, the Steelers are six and three, so they're half a game behind. They're gonna division. fall out. They're gonna they're gonna they're due for L. Browns are also six and three. <laughs> and they're playing they're, each they're other. They're gonna fall off a little the bit. The Texans too. are five and four. So notice I didn't say two of the top teams yet. Bengals and Bills. Yeah. So Bengals are also five and four. The Colts are five and five. The Bills are five and five. The Raiders are five and five. The Chargers are four and five. Jets four and five. Broncos four and five. So yeah, out of all the tiebreakers, they are the last. Then it's the Titans and the Patriots. Um, so they're still again, at the bottom for me. They're still at the bottom technically of the standings. They're still like what third last in the conference. Yeah. So uh, they they haven't moved much really. But then again, I won't be surprised if the Raiders drop, the Jets drop, and they go up somehow. 
not make it, but still be at the hunt. Yeah, that's in the last two weeks. Yeah, you had more faith than me, but I, I'm still like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying into him. Yeah. I wish we could make a clip a moment of this. How I did the Giants. Let's see if this could be a clip moment. Let's just see. Bro, your your projection of the Giants was absolute. It was bad. <laughs> it was horrible. But <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say the same thing about the Broncos. Yeah, I know, I know. And the fact that you said you have them over the Cowboys, I was like, okay, you're wild. You're okay, at the that. time it was realistic. You have them in the playoff spot. Yeah, that's that was fair. They made it last year too. That's what. But I right, I like, needed to make a bold. Prediction. I didn't expect Daniel Jones to like fall off a cliff. I, I didn't need to. I needed to make a bold prediction somehow. Right. Um, it was still okay. I would like. I would, yes. I would. I would have been surprised if the Cowboys went ahead. But at the same time, I'm like, I could see it happening. Now I don't know if I just contradicted my own statement. Then a forty forty nothing. Then that after that, I'm like, you were so confident. You did contradict it right now. Yeah, (laughs) you were so confident. I thought the Cowboys were falling off. All right, that's all. That was not falling off. The offense would have fallen off. Cowboys don't do bad. But you agreed with the reasoning of why I did it, huh? Like I see they're a good team, but I still had Cowboys. I was never gonna put them at the Cowboys. Okay. Um. Thursday night football. Before we go to the superlatives. Big game for once. We have a good Thursday night football and a good Sunday, Monday night football. Bengals Ravens. Uh, Bengals are, I believe, two games behind the Raider Ravens for a division lead right now. Ravens with a win will really write off the Bengals winning the division here. Yeah. Um, and your Joe Burrow prediction will be wrong. Yeah, but <laughs> my Joe Burrow pr- pr- prediction lasted more than your Josh Allen prediction. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'll give my edge to Joe Burrow in the MVP standings right now over Josh Allen. It's relatively the same. I'll give it to Joe Burrow. I have relatively the same. Because huh? they started, your team, your guy started 0-3. Yeah. <laughs> my guy started failing out. Your guy's the leading game. the league in interceptions. Okay. Yeah. Any, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they've, both, they've both been bad. They've okay. both been disappointing. But uh, overall, i still going to buy into the Ravens. So my pick was still going to be the Ravens. Same. But... I think they're playing in Baltimore too, right? Uh, I think they play. Yeah, no, they did. Yes. Because I remember Bengals fans booing them in the first game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, Lamar's been on a good game. Obviously, he can't throw the pick at the end, right? He can't make those mistakes at the end of the game like he did against the the Bengals. Yes, granted, it was deflected, right? But at the end of the day, it was a tight window throw in the that late in the game. But as long as Lamar. Is playing Lamar. I don't think anyone's stopping him right now, especially with the Bengals defense. Not like Bengals defense is not elite, but it's decent, right? Like it's still in the top half of the league. Yeah. But whereas the Ravens defense is top ten guaranteed, potential top five, right? Probably probably top five. So for that reasoning, I'm going with the Ravens. I feel like they're more high powered right now, even though on paper Bengals have the higher power offense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I I'm still going with the Ravens, especially with a tough loss like that. You know, I still I think a team like that usually bounces back from a loss like that. So yeah, I, I'll stick with that. Uh, moving on, let's just go with their collective game of the week, which is Chiefs Eagles. Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl rematch. Uh, obviously, not too much to say. Battle of the best records in the league right um, now. They're one and two in everybody's power rankings essentially. Yeah, any the moment, any yeah. competent power ranking at the, at the moment right now yes yeah um because a lot of shit changed but you yeah, know Eagles have turned around for you you were like you were concerned for them at the beginning which obviously yeah. it was fair but at the end of the day they won games yeah right and now they're eight and one Chiefs on the other hand it's the same thing Re- realistically they haven't really have like a signature win other than the one against the Chargers and, and the Bears 
the Chargers. <laughs> they, <laughs> the, the Chargers. The Eagles so, didn't have that at the beginning. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Eagles were to beat Dallas already once, so they're going to have to play them again in a close game. Whereas Mahomes, where Hurts had, had better games than Mahomes, more more impressive games than Mahomes. Because the only good game, real good game Mahomes had, I think, was against the Chargers and then probably the Bears. Who's your MVP again, based on the polling from yesterday? Well, I picked CJ Stroud. Is he actually your MVP, though? But if I were to edge it right like now... Like, at this moment, right now? Probably Lamar or Jalen. Yeah, so which one? <laughs> I don't I know. I have Lamar. I have Lamar. I'll give I'll give to Jalen right now. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I picked the Eagles to win this game because, A, partially is because of pick purposes, but, B, um, to your point, I think the Eagles are... The they're the better offense right now. right now, and they're the better team right now. They're the like, better defensive. Defensively, team right now. they're oh, they're both pretty solid defensively. I would put, I put more faith on. The yeah, Eagles. you give edge to Eagles, but like when you look at performance, like performance, yeah. But I'm still, like it's I, there. I, but who has a better offense? That's the question mark. That's where I'm. That's where I'm looking at this game because defense to me, they're both really good. They're so both because of that. Because you, of that, you expect the because of that. Eagles offense to outpower the Chiefs defense. I expect the Chiefs, Eagles defense to also match up. Yeah, so I'm saying the defense offense. are similar for me. Yeah. Whereas whose offense is gonna be better? And right now, it's the Eagles' offense. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying defensively the same thing, though. I think the Eagles have a slightly better defense. Yeah. So, because of that, I think that, especially what Miami did, they just take out Travis Kelsey. How is Mahomes going to win the game? Yeah, they got to right? use right the now, Miami game plan. Their magical superpower has to be Taylor Swift, right? Like, if you're going to go conspiracy theories here or, like, Bro, superstitious. If she's, if she's not there, then I'm definitely playing the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is that Lincoln? And Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia? I think it's the other one. Is it Arrowhead? Yeah. All right, uh, so she actually might be there. Well, she was in Argentina, so. I mean, the one person that's really benefiting from now. It's at Arrowhead. The one person that's benefiting from this game a lot is Donna Kelsey. Yeah. Because she doesn't have to travel to both games. Dad, and she'll have a half jersey on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, but let's I'm, go with the I'm edging with the Eagles, yeah. Uh, the other games of the week I'm looking at is, obviously, Bengals-Ravens. We talked about it. Uh, so I'm going with that. So what's okay. yours? <laughs> mine was the what did I say? Mine was. Hold up, I'm gonna find it. <laughs> uh, Cardinals Texans. Well, no, that's not my game of the week. That's something what else. Is it? There's nothing else really that's good. I think. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, that's the only one you could realistically. Kind of. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with the Monday uh, Sunday night football game. Actually, because the Broncos are doing well now for the last three games, to be exact, and let's see if Josh Dobbs continues. Simple. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, before I would be like, ew, no. But then you can't deny the Broncos have been decent the last couple of games. Either. Yeah, I can't deny that for sure. But yeah. Otherwise, actually, uh, you could go Seahawks-Rams as well. Divisional matchup. Uh, Seahawks got their ass kicked the first game. Yeah. So. All right, let's quickly finish this off here. Players to watch. For me, it was... Okay, you go. I forgot. Miles Garrett versus TJ Watt. What that was going to be mine, but that was not the one I ended up going with. Now hurry up. <laughs> You talk about Miles Garrett, TJ Watt. Well, I mean, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt. They're both deep point candidates. They're both versing each other. Who's going to have more sacks this weekend? Is probably going to win because it's Browns versus uh, Steelers. Who's your deep point, by the way? Miles Garrett. Okay, so it's not Max Crosby. No. Okay. Uh, I'm giving to Miles Garrett. Um. Oh yeah, it was Josh Allen. Josh Allen versus Sauce Gardner, and how many picks can Sauce Gardner get, or Josh Allen throw the ball? It's Jordan Whitehead, actually. That Jordan, too, because week one, week picks, one. Yeah. But like th- that secondary or that in general, like uh, is that defense is legit? Yeah. And can Josh Allen um 
beat that defense. Simple can he as that. Back? Can he, <laughs> he does well when he bounces back. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, you're upset alert. Was Arizona? Uh, Arizona. I uh, mentioned the it earlier. Texans are, so the Texans are on upset alert. So yeah, Texans are on upset alert. Arizona beats. I actually have that pick too. Arizona will beat the Texans. I'm going with a boring pick. Now I feel like I might just put this team every week from now on. It's the Bills. <laughs> they're just always on upset alert the way they're playing right now. True. And technically, they are the favorite games, obviously, when you have Zach Wilson on the other side. The other one I considered was tech, uh, Tennessee over Jacksonville. Yeah, that's a fair one. Too. Divisional matchup Will as well. Will Levis. Yeah. See what he, he do. He's, yeah. bouncing, he's had a poor game, finally. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Let's go on to NHL because we have to talk about some serious news and some potential news. NHL, off the bat, um, Adam Johnson, the, the hockey player that passed away when he got the skate got cut on his neck back a couple of weeks ago in Manchester. No. Um, Nottingham, I think it was. I think it was Nottingham. Nottingham. Yeah. And um, so the guy who did it, I believe it's an accident. I finally showed you the clip. It wasn't gruesome because it was zoomed out. Yeah, the leg stick was on purpose. but But not that high up. But I don't know if you try to like, you know, basically like super kick them type of thing, like a mm. sidekick. Sweet gen music type, type of thing. Type of thing, right? Like I don't um, I don't think that was intentional. But he got he's accused of manslaughter and uh he's arrested. So let's see. Like I think it's a hockey fast paced game that I don't think it is. I am gonna just say that. I don't think it's actual manslaughter. Like yeah, you're trying to you might be trying to trip someone, that doesn't mean you're trying to kill someone. Yeah. It's 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 tough because like sometimes you just like because they showed a clip of Jack Hughes slipping and his skate went up in the air like that too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that's the reason why. It's, I don't it's think tough, it right? Is. Like some sometimes you know, because you're on skates. Even though it might be an accident, it might be like you know, still a criminal offense type of thing. See, I don't know about the law about that. Like that like I'm not gonna uh, talk about the law side. Exactly. Of so I don't know if you're looking at that perspective. You know, some people could argue that, but I I personally don't believe it. But was this is like different because like. Usually with manslaughter is, I think, is like if you have a gun and if you accidentally shoot a gun, you're still going to be charged for it because you shouldn't have a gun. Or if you have a knife and you're just throwing knives or whatever, that's different. Like this is just a hockey game. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, also, it's also skates, right? You're not like running and uh, all of a sudden you could just, because you have more momentum to stop as a runner, I think, than skating. Yeah. Right? Because again, we don't skate often. Like we've had lessons back when we were younger, but that's about it, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's a tough to call it that. I don't know. I do see see what you mean when like he extended out further. He did extend his leg out. But again, like maybe if that if that's the reason of it, then sure it is. But I don't think it is done on like if the question is if it's done on purpose, I don't think it's done on purpose. I, I I'm with you on that. That part I sure. But but if the definition means manslaughter, sure because technically he killed him. But when when I'm going with the neck guards, the one after seeing that play. Hundred percent. Yeah, because put it on now. Um, because Rey Mysterio, when he when before he came back to WWE, I think he was doing like lucha stuff or whatever. When he did the six one nine, he did kill someone. Yeah. But then the family deemed it like he didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, so yeah. So that's the thing here. Uh, obviously it sucks because this is gonna be in the news and Adam Johnson's family can't really mourn, I guess, in in peace or what's the word? Is it more? Yeah, grieve? Too, grieve? Uh, grieve really right now because of all this stuff is going on but yeah um well hopefully we'll figure that out that's our thoughts on it we're gonna just keep it at that right now uh the big news not the big news like the decent news because uh, there's an nhl gm's meeting coming out and uh the overtime. one time 
uh, the overtime rule. The three-on-three overtime. So this was pl- in place, I think, back in... Let me pull up the link. I think it was 2016. 2015 or 2016, I think. Because uh, they wanted to reduce the time of shootouts. And so they made it three-on-three to make it a faster-paced game. The problem now is possession time gets held a lot. So they're... According to Colin Campbell... They screw were, you, by the way. Because he, he, he was like the guy for the Canucks Bruins thing. And his son was on the Bruins. Actually, he, he's the one who did the suspensions and all that. Oh, That's really? What. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NHL bullshit. general managers have discussed the change cur- on the current 3v3 rules uh, in order to retain, po- uh, like, do the whole possession S- thing. So, like, summarize. Potential solutions could include a shot clock. So, yeah, basically, a summarize is, like, a shot clock and or uh, over and back. Or not road. allowing teams to cross back over the blue line or red line after entering the attacking zone. So like, I agree with the second part. Sure. I agree with the over Shot and back. clock? Shot clock's no. Like, pitch clock makes sense for baseball. It's added. But that made sense. You, you can't make, tell someone to shoot in hockey, right? Yeah, like... Or like in pitch, like when you're pitching, you could tell, okay, you, you got to pitch, bro. Like, it's like, you're taking forever. Yeah. Right. Same thing with basketball. It's kind of similar. You, you can just hold the ball the whole time. Right? Yeah. Hockey, the game's different. Right? It's more fast-paced than any of those sports and guess what like if you're a bad skater you could pressure them and they'll lose the puck if you're a good skater like Hughes we know how he is and he'll do an odd band break but I agree with the over and back If you, I think is uh, it can't be the blue line but I think the red line the halfway line yeah so I think you once you cross that you shouldn't be able to go back Um, obviously a lot of people are in favor the blue of, line is a little bit more constricted in my opinion yeah a lot of people want the Longer overtimes that end in a tie, so like ten minute overtimes, three on three, and end in a tie. I'm a fan of the shootout. I don't know why. I know many people. I want a winner. I want a winner. That's me, right? I like the shootout. Now, if it's a playoff game, that's a different story. Regular yeah, season, I'm a yeah. huge fan of the shootout. Yeah, like I don't just, mind. I it. just want a winner, right? Like you I want said. a winner. Yeah, and you gotta can't have that because like, they used to do four on four, five, five, four on four, five minutes, and then it ended in a tie. I remember they did when I first my first memory of thinking of hockey back in yeah, 0304. Yeah. And then I remember the shootout came in place. But yeah, I think a shootout is fair. Unless like, they took it away and then bought it. Yeah, I don't have any it. issues with that. I don't have any issues with the shootout. I know many, many people do. Maybe I'm fine with a longer overtime and then go into a shootout. Sure. No. Then, then. Like a seven minute and then go into a shootout. Fine. I'm, I'm in favor of that. But okay, I want to. Yeah. I want Personally, I would like a winner. That's just me. Yeah. I, I, I know many I people. I think Wyshynski, I think he doesn't like them. I know uh, Craig Button and a bunch of all these guys don't like it. Like a shootout. But like I said, I, I I like a winner. Like even I, I was like, I know EPL and soccer is a different story. I'm kind of if they had changed the rule and did like the night league for soccer, like you guys do. Yeah, like a shootout. I wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind it if they had changed that. Like I wouldn't hate it. I yeah. wouldn't like, hate it, but the, the fact the, that the it's still it is the difference with that is because standings matter huh? and the relegation and promotions. And, yeah, uh, no, and but the, the, diff- title. the difference is like. NHL's been doing it. Yeah. Right? Where soccer hasn't. Hasn't, yeah. Yeah, that's the difference. And plus, like, you know, you need to, soccer, I guess, is like, if you want to win the league or make Champions League, you have to win by two, you have two points behind, whereas, so that po- the point matters that way. So, yeah. like, a team could just play for the draw, right? So, I get that. But, yeah, no, um, I don't know. Like, the OT rules, yeah, I, I do want to see more action in OT, for sure. I'm not saying I want every game in a shootout. I'd rather have the action in OT. Like, I'd rather have the win in OT. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, at the end of but day. then remember the Canucks game against the Rangers? Canucks had all the pressure, then all of a sudden one slip up or bad call, I guess. That's the whole point of it. And OT. then it gets a counterattacking score. Like that's why I don't mind. Like that's, that's what fine. it's supposed to be. That's so, what it's supposed to be. Like steaming head, <laughs> like going. It's gonna be. It's more fun to watch that but way. Yeah, too, no, but yeah, shot clock. I don't. I don't like that one. But I do like the over and back. Yeah. Um. Let's get into some 
quick fire uh cause soccer we're gonna we should have a guest i'm gonna confirm i'm like that's why i'm on my phone here confirm that we're gonna have something else so for soccer, you guys on friday soccer is basically thrown in the quick fire as yeah well. so quick fire off the bat we'll start off with soccer um canada versus jamaica is because uh, again we're canadians so we're gonna talk about this is uh friday and tuesday for the nation's league now the canada has been struggling john herman's not not the coach they haven't had much training camps which will be a theme of which we'll get into the u17 world cup um, I think the if they go through in the next round, they also get the Copa berth. That's the key of this one. They got so Copa America is on the line. So it's very important. And if you want Canada to be in the next, well, they are in the if next. They want, if they want, if you need Canada needs to be in competitive games. Yeah, Copa is gonna help, right? Yeah, Argentina. Now whether it be good or not, that's a different story. Argentina's yeah. Brazil's Uruguay, right? Uruguay, Ecuador, Colombia, whatever. Like they're right? they're, they're not they're not North American teams. That's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. So there's that. But Jamaica's tough, right? Like they got Leon They're Bailey, uh, a lot of guys. I don't think they have a depth, but they have a lot of. They have a good starting lineup. Guys. Yeah. yeah, and the way we've been struggling, sure. Um, U seventeen World Cup. Uh, I don't know if I want to go ranty right now, but no, we can't. We can't. Jeevan, <laughs> oh uh, not Jeevan. They're just kids. <laughs> They're just no, I'm not blaming the kids. Yeah, I don't. I'm just kidding. Right. This is a whole kind of soccer situation. They got their ass kicked by Uzbekistan three nothing. Now, the granted, they had a little bit of momentum at the beginning more than they did against Spain but the problem is you could tell clearly as much as I w- you could blame the players for not putting the effort in a select few guys and I'm not going to talk much about it because we have again conflict of you interest could tell, like, it's you could tell the chemistry ain't there because lack Spain of and Uzbekistan all these guys have training camps and Canada has like two lack of camps right it's the same story with the Women's World Cup and all that stuff same we've been saying it Hey, Alex Gondry Ruzic had it tweeted perfectly. Yeah. You guys go check that out. We're not gonna keep on saying it because we said it many, many times yeah. already. But if you want to be it good, shows. yeah. If you want to be good in the actual like what USA is doing, because you could tell the difference between USA, Canada, the U17 level. Now, granted, this Canadian team did make the World Cup. The U15s, I believe, missed, right? And I think the U20s missed. I'm not sure. But at the same time, if you you've never won a World Cup game, seniors have yeah. not either. But at least they scored one. But you like U seventeen teams have not won a game. They haven't gotten a point yet either. And at the U seventeen stage, you kind of want to show you're competitive with the rest of the world. And if that's not working, how do you expect the senior team to do well? So right now you're outscored five zero in both games. The fact that you conceded less against Spain than Uzbekistan is a surprise to me. But questionable subs because I thought TJ Tahit should have been questionable won. subs. It's right now like I'm not. I'm just gonna take the camps out of it. I'm just look, focusing on the games now. It's more on the coaching, right? It, yeah. Um, Attacking wise, they have nothing. I think defensively, they are still stolid, like uh, talent wise. It's uh, Stefanovic leading the back. Obviously, goalie Abraham made a mistake in the last game, but overall was solid himself. Midfield, um, I don't know if they get yellow back. I don't think so, but obviously, Mid- I'm not going to be biased here. You guys could check out Alexander Gondry Ruzic's tweet. Jeevan's been killing it. That's all right, I'm going to say. In I'm going to cop that there. Center mids are good. The issue is for me is uh, the attackers and uh, the wingers. Except TJ Tahid. TJ Tahid was one of the wingers. And yes, he may not have gotten much of the ball, but every time he did some, got the ball, he genuinely did something. Yeah. Compared to the others there. Um, obviously. And he's your pro player. Yeah. So That's like, the thing. Like, he's, he's one of your pro players. Early. He's getting way too... I don't think he'd be subbed off in general. Yeah. Like, uh, he's your pro player. Like, he's a, one of the few CPL players. I know Lazar played on uh, Stefanovic TFC, which is MLS, right? While everybody else is playing either MLS Next Pro or Academies somewhere in the yeah. world. But yeah, I think that was different. Like, obviously, this is coming out Thursday, so this is going to be 
the the next game is Thursday 1 a.m. So but that game will be done, and so who knows? It has, it's gonna be a miracle. Best third place team make it right. Right now, your issue is. But you're playing Mali, and they're a yeah. stronger team than Uzbekistan. But you're lucky because their striker who got a hat trick against Uzbekistan got a red card against Spain. Yeah. So he's missing this game, which is obviously beneficial. Yeah. But right now, your focus is obviously win. Win. But another focus is Spain win by a lot. Uh, Spain win by a lot, but like just find a way to finish third. Yeah. Right, and uh, you gotta win to do that. Hey, they could come second and too, like potentially you gotta win like. They could come second too if they win with a decent margin, which I know it's tough. They're at negative five goal defense right now. Yeah. Mali's at three, then they lost one zero. So they're at two, plus two. They're at two. Or did they lose two zero? Did they lo- no, they I didn't know they lost one. They won. So they're, so they're plus at two. plus two. And then the other guys are at zero. So you gotta win seven zero to overtake Mali. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, Moving on very quickly, big Manchester United news developing because obviously we have the Inuas group which is red, led by Sir Jim Ratcliffe 25% should be done soon uh, Richard Arnold the current CEO of there for 16 years I did not know this yeah I thought he was new with when Woodward left yeah yeah but, so it turns out Murtog was the new one uh, he's stepped down which is big because I think uh, I forgot who something Blanc not Laurent Blanc a different Blanc uh, should be in, I think he's rumored to come in and take the spot but at the same time it's um uh, Paul Mitchell, who I've heard good things about. Now, granted, none of this won't matter if the Glazers are still the final say in charge. But at least in terms of finding good talent, like how they did in Tottenham, I believe, they'll be good to find, right? Like, this is where we needed um, Rangnick. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much of that was, like, genuinely to blame Ten Hag for not letting him want out. But I guess... The Glazers were butt hurt, and Murtaugh and all those guys were butt hurt that he called them Someone out. Someone called them out, right? Because, uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully Paul Mitchell and the guy Blanc are going to be good because uh, they are the favorites, and they, Paul Mitchell wants United, and Ratcliffe wants him. So let's yeah. see how much. Nothing's official yet. We don't even know when he'll get the thing. It's, still, it's been a year. It's literally been a year yeah. since the ownership thing is going on. And yes, he's in the lead, but it hasn't been officially added in yet. So we'll see. The debt is going to still be there. They might sell Casemiro. They might sell Varane to make money just to fund the stadium. Uh, let alone you guys dumbasses are not using your own money, you billionaire ass bitches. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, we don't know. Glazers are still in charge, so we don't know how much it's going to pick an impact. At least on the field. Let's see. Right? Like When we go to England, we'll judge how the stadium is whenever we go to England. Whenever we go, yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah, we'll leave that there again we'll keep the soccer talk minimal because we might have a guest on this week and hopefully get that video out for you on Friday um, moving on to boxing yes we've got three big so, three big fights first before no. we talk about that very quickly Shakur Stevenson fights today which is weird because it's on a Thursday yeah and but anyways we yeah. got three big fights announced four, four big fights announced Bavol defending his belt so let me, let me all in the same day with Devontae Wilder versus De- Deontay Deontay Wilder yeah I heard Devontae no, it's a Deontay. Okay. Yeah. And Deontay Wilder versus who again? Okay, so I'll pull it up. So right, this is officially announced. They already did the press conference today, which is Wednesday. Yeah. Um, full Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. It's called Day of Reckoning card. This is probably the biggest card I've seen that's non-influencer. Yeah. Right? Because like, normally it's like we when we tune into fights, it's just uh, Canelo fighting. You got Bivol, you got... Okay, so... I don't know what's the main Joshua event. Joshua and you got Wilder the fighting. The co-win events, because I don't know what yeah, the main Yeah, and you got fighting, is. all three of them fighting the same card. So, Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wallin. Yeah. It's official. Otto Wallin is the guy that lost to Fury, but he also has, I think that was his only loss. So, it's good. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give my thoughts after, actually. Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker is also a good guy, but when I saw the face of Deontay Wilder's bigger, we know who I'm 
you know, he'll kill someone with a punch usually. Um, <laughs> Daniel Dubois is the third fight in this. Okay, yeah. So it's the guy, guy that lost to Usyk. Yeah. And uh, obviously the low blow thing came and he yeah, lost the It was, the, it was questionable. It was controversy. Uh, so Daniel Dubois versus Gerald Miller, who apparently has beef with Joshua from the past. And they, when you look, if you were to look at a clip from Michael Benson on Twitter, um, they're drawing back and forth because they have fought before apparently. Dimitri Bivol versus Lyndon Arthur. That's the fourth fight. If that's so your fourth four. fight. Now keep in mind, normally, because we're super casual boxing fans, we would have only cared about Joshua fight and the Wilder fight because what happened with Dubois and Usyk, he kind of intrigued now. That's how we get into, that's how we got into UFC and boxing. Because the fighters, the fight, we want to see them fight again. And same thing with Bivol because he literally beat Canelo. Yeah. And then so the other fights, I don't know who they are. So those I'm not are the say four much. in one This day. is in Saudi on December 23rd. This replaces, which is a massive replacement for... Uh, Usyk. Usyk versus Fury. Fury officially on February. No, now. yeah. But originally December 23rd. February 17th. Originally on December 23rd, but Fury's dumbass decided to fight uh, no, Nagano in, not take in November. So not in November, October. Same shit. You didn't and, yeah, we uh, had Speaking of uh, Nganu, he's officially top 10. So next time he fights for someone with a title, he's officially in a title fight. So he's the 10th guy. Uh, let me pull this up. So number one, is um, Tyson Fury? Yeah. King number so number one after that Deontay Wilder. The hell. So like you know how to do a pound for pound the champion. So yeah, champion and one. Say yeah. That. So I'm gonna do the champion <laughs> Tyson Fury. One is Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Two is Anthony Joshua. There's no Usyk in this because I think they consider yeah, him more. There's so many belts. I'm so confused. I think they consider him as a this is WBC's thing. It's it's different. That's the only annoying thing about boxing. Yeah. Three is some guy named Arslan Bak Makhmudov. Four Frank Sanchez. Five F A Jagba. Six Jared Anderson. Seven Martin Bacoli. Eight Joseph Parker. So that's fighting. That's uh, Deontay Wilder's opponent. Nine Otto Wallin. So Fury or oh, Joshua took the weaker guy. Uh, 10 was Francis Nagano, which is oh, kind of funny because one ranking weaker. Andy Ruiz and all these guys are not in here and now I don't know how this ranking yeah, things work it's just one ranking weaker so. but uh, I'm only disappointed because Joshua and Wilder are fighting on the same card but not against each other I'm not disappointed yeah reason you're being, happy because there's more to fight watch no reason being is because they both haven't fought in too long I just don't feel like they should be thrown into each other I well no like, uh, Joshua's been around he fought recently Wilder hasn't fought in over they a year. They someone in your tuna fight, and I've it's Wilder. It. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm not disappointed. But next fight has because to be in, these two. Yeah, in order to if you want, because I want the fight to be the best, right? You know, like yeah. both guys to be at their best. And right now, I don't think we're gonna get that if we just chuck them in a fight right now. I genuinely believe. Either that. way, if that you wouldn't have been complaining as much if they were fighting. I, I won't be complaining, but I'm just saying yeah. I want a proper performance, and I don't think we would have gotten that if they were just fighting right now against each other. Yeah, no, the only reason why I'm scared is like somehow one of these guys loses. I mean, which is more likely Joshua in a way because he has lost to Andy Ruiz in the past. But I'm not going to say Wilder in because Wilder is a puncher guy. So that's the thing. But no, I'm excited though. There's four legitimate fights on a professional, professional boxing card. Finally, that I'm it's been into. a while. Long, I don't long think it has time. been. It's been a while. Ever we've seen this. It's been a while so, since we've been watching since boxing. We watch I don't think so. No. At the most, it was two. Yeah. At the most. At the most. Um, yeah, so there, that's the boxing side of things. So boxing fans, December's massive. You got Jake Paul fighting. If you hate him or love him, you could watch him fight a professional boxer. You got UFC coming there as well. So fight fans, it's big. It's big. And it's December 23, so you guys might be off whatever you guys are doing as well. Yeah. Um, college football um, has changed their rankings. New number one. Georgia's back to number one. Ohio State's still number two. Everything else is relatively the same. 
Uh, FSU is still four. That was the one I had a question mark. Maybe that would have fl- uh, flip-flopped with UW. Um, and uh, the other thing with that is... Um, I think, like I said, the only way Oregon will get into the top four is if they beat UW in like a playoff game and one of the Michigan, Ohio State, gets, one of them gets their ass kicked. I'm still very confused at what's happening with the whole Harbaugh-Michigan situation. I don't so know. So we got to look into that because it is like people are on Michigan side of this sign-stealing scandal, but it shouldn't be a big deal compared to what the Astros have done. I don't think it is a big deal. Because apparently, from like, what I'm, I've, se- I've seen professional players. From what like, I've seen. I think J.J. Watt said yeah. like, they do it. <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen, right? I don't think it's a big deal. Like, because they don't, they don't have like, the com- the voice comms, I think. Yeah. That's the issue. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. So de- get new school then. What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> exactly. Like, how um, does the science stealing work? Well, like, they have some, they show the signs to players or something? Like, you're standing right across from them. Yeah. You're going to see the sign. Or someone came in from behind. I have no clue. But I don't know how it is. Um, we know Harbaugh suspended, so it's not like they put a camera there, like the Astros. Yeah, <laughs> and then bang garbage cans. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the other side of the college football news: there's a new number one, apparently favorite. Now the score had Jaden Daniels of as, LSU as the Heisman, yeah, as the Heisman favorite, which was Penix for the whole year. But I think McAfee mentioned because they actually looked at the actual odds, yeah. odds. It was Bo Nix. Little surprising because Penix beat Nix, but um, and then I think Marv is fourth. So it, then, uh, yeah, I think Jaden Daniels is third, and I think they put JJ McCarthy fifth or something. Yeah, for me, but, it's still um, Penix. <laughs> but like, dude, this quarterback class is insane. It's really if everybody opts into it, like if, if Shadur Sanders actually opts in. So you got Caleb, you got Drake May, you got Michael Penix, you got Bo Nix, you got Shadur Sanders, you got JJ McCarthy, you got Quinn Ewers, you got Bo. Did I say Bo Nix? I probably said. Yeah, that. you did. Then you got Jaden Daniels. And then Jaden Daniels. And there's like one more, uh, Carson Beck. That's eight right there. Carson and Beck is killing it in general. Nine is Carson Beck. I don't know if he's in this one, but I think he's. And then Jalen Melrose Mil- is killing it for Alabama now. Even though yeah. after struggling at the beginning. Yeah. So, college is definitely something. We're trying our best to re- reach out to someone to come on the pod. We genuinely are. So if anyone's watching this miraculously, Please let us know. Come on. Please come on, because <laughs> I've met, I've memeled a bunch of people. I've messaged, DM, Twitter, DM a bunch of people. So let's see, because like uh, we're trying to learn, and at the same time, we're the playoff is about to come. Yeah. So that's Mo- the college thing. Moving on to the where we gonna go? Probably MLB, right? Yeah. Let's all end off on a bang because yeah. the NBA has some MLB juicy stories. Award winners, rookie of the year and manager of the years are out, and to no one's surprise, is probably the favorites, except for probably NL, probably manager of the year. I know manager you have So NL Rookie of the Year Corbin Carroll no AL surprise. Rookie of the Year Gunnar Henderson no surprise. NL Manager A- of the Year AL Manager, AL of, the manager year. of the Year Brandon Hyde no Brandon Hyde of Orioles And NL Manager of the Year Is Skip No What's it? Is it Skip Schumacher Yeah Schumacher I forgot his first name <laughs> Yeah uh, Cause I'm mixing Marlins up. Manager here Um, Honestly uh, nobody, nobody should be mad at this But at the end of the year Like Tony Lovello Had a chance at it as well Uh, David Ross Probably had a chance at it But Honestly, in my personal opinion, it, it should have been between Lavello and Schumacher and then Snicker, right? Yeah. It, it had to be those three. The fact that like, when I got you to guess and you said every player but this guy, every it's Skip manager, Schumacher. Yeah, yeah Skip. So, um, yeah, so that, that congratulations to you guys. I'm hoping some breaking news kind of drop because we were literally recording during the day for once. Cy Young's out right now. Um, A couple of news uh, before. Or, uh, actually, no, we should talk. We should have started off with this. Actually. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to the Padres owner. I'm going to pull up the exact information here. Uh, passed away at, I think, a young-ish age, 60-something, three, I think. 63, yeah. Uh, yeah, 63. Peter Seidler 
or Seedler. Um, don't know the cause, but he, medical procedure in August was said in September he was on the road to recovery. Uh, MLB commissioner, I am deeply saddened by the news of Peter's passing. Uh, Peter grew up in a baseball family, and his love of the game was evident throughout his life. He was passionate about owning the Padres and bringing in the fans of San Diego, a team in which they could always take pride. Um, so the Padres now will pause their managerial search because they need a manager and are expected to name a new manager before Thanksgiving, according to Kevin A.C. of the San Diego Union Tribe. And, yeah, so he purchased a team back in 2012 as part of the O'Malley Group and bought a majority stake in 2020. So it's recently new. It's not not an old manager. Um, Owner. Oh, sorry, owner. Uh, The Padres increased payroll in each of the four years after Seedler took majority stake uh, from 157 to 255. So... Obviously, rest in peace and condolences to everyone and to his family and friends, everybody involved in the Padres organization and baseball um, world. Uh, but we also got to talk about the baseball side of things because he is the owner. We saw what happened with Eugene Melnick's passing and his family did not want to uh, keep it. So they keep sold it, it yeah, to uh, Anlauer, right? I don't know what the situation is this, so I'm not going to speculate anything. They are, like I mentioned, a higher spending team. How much do you think is going to be the case? Um, it depends. It depends, right? Because de- like they have questions. Like they got to pay Soto. Uh, I don't know who's in charge now. Like wh- who's in the whale, I guess, or however we it don't works. Know, right? Um, so there's got to be question marks there a lot. Uh, how much the owner, like the manager is involved with the family to see figure this out because who's going to pay for it? Because the kids could be like, hey, we, we don't want, want any interest in this. Which is fair. Yeah, like, that's fair. Which is normal. So it's like, well, why would I want to spend money if we're not going to, you know, pay for this? Unless, this had a baseball family. So that's the key who part knows, of that. Yeah. So who knows what the case may but be. But like, uh, it depends, right? We yeah. can't really see anything right now. So this, this is definitely intriguing now, the storyline, just to see how it will play out for the Padres, especially with Juan Soto being the question mark there, Blake Snell and everyone there. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll move on. Brewers. Brewers manager. They hire their bench boss. In-house guy. Right, you know, when they're hiring within, you know, when Craig Council just straight up snaked them <laughs> and joined their division rival in the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even have a thing. I just wrote Brewers manager, so I gotta search what his name is. <laughs> their bench boss, whoever it was. I always like hiring within in baseball. I don't know why. Depending on the situation, but obviously. Brewers are a decent team themselves, so I think that they'll still work out. Obviously, the main thing is because the relationships are already made, right? They're already built. Pat Murphy. Yeah, so Pat Murphy, congratulations to you taking over Brewers. But Brewers themselves have, like, decent question marks, right? Yeah. They're, they're the team that's, like, you know, they make it, but, like, they don't really do anything, right? And we don't really know how good they are because they're in a weak division. Yeah. Apart from, like, this year, which kind of did well with the Cubs and uh, the Reds. But and other than that, in the playoffs, you know, disappointing against the Diamondbacks. I think they were first-rounded the year before, too. Yeah. Or, no, a year before they missed. St. Louis made it that year. The year before that, two years ago, um, they disappointed with another first-round exit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got some player opt-outs. I'll get to that in a second. MLB considers reducing pitch clock with runners on is now a consideration. So a couple of news as well as one of them. Other news is because nothing's been signed yet, but we know the players that did not um, sign their qualifying, Matt Chapman, Shohei Otani. Everyone who was offered a qualifying did not sign. Okay. That's so there, what that's There's what it was. that one. 
Their news that I just saw right now are one, well, Dodgers showing interest in Yamamoto, the Japanese pitcher, is where's it going? Rays are expected to trade Tyler Glasnow this offseason. Rays, yeah. spend some money if you want to be good. I know, right? I know yeah. you're good at developing pitchers and all that, but look, look where it's gone in you so far. Mm, yeah, exactly. Right? You did it with Snell. Now you're doing it with Glass now. Um, McClanahan's injured currently, Tommy John, so I don't know how. If so that's the point. Is he going to be out all year? I don't even know. I'm not even sure about that. Yeah. But, I mean, you do have good pitchers. Like, Unless you're spending on Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, but like you have uh, McClanahan, you have Springs, you have... Uh, Shane Baz and you have Rasmussen. Who did they sign last and year? And they signed Eflin last year. Yeah. So, like, you still have a rotation. It's just that they're injured. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. Glasnow's so good that, like, I don't want to say so good now, but, maybe, but he's yeah. good. He's a good pitcher, yeah. But the players that opted out, Shoei Otani, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, Aaron Nola, Blake Snell, Josh Hader, Sonny Gray. So, all... Matt Chapman's probably the bottom of this list, but all pretty good, um, guys. Yeah, so let's see. Opted out. Can uh, baseball please start signing people now? So we could yeah. have something to talk about. Exactly. Um, Just managers. reminder: baseball tier, MLB tier list, end of season should be out next weekend. Yeah, uh, sometime within the next two weeks. Usually the managers get hired and stuff before. Yeah. the free agents come out. Um. Okay. NBA. Massive news. <laughs> uh, yesterday, so Tuesday's games. Um. The. First of all, your thoughts on the t- court because the, uh, the uh, tournament's going on right now. Of course, some of the courts are good. Some, some of them are, are like some are good. Mm, some are like just they overly, try too hard. <laughs> yeah, like overly bright or whatever the yeah, case yeah. may be. I think I don't know if it was Milwaukee's or someone else's. I was actually decent. like I like OKC's. Detroit's was fine. I think it was like I neutral. think Warriors are good too. I don't know. I haven't seen the Raptors on yet, so we'll find them because we haven't yeah. played an in-season tournament yet. Uh, hey, your Raptors twenty-two-one comeback <laughs> run against the Wizards. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But Draymond Green is back in the thick of things in the NBA discussion. Uh, Warriors play the Timberwolves. They had their own drama. This is their second game, not back to back, but like back to back games. Uh, with a minute in, with a yeah, a minute in zero zero game, you had Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Jaden McDaniels. Which one do you guys have? Jalen. Okay, so Jaden McDaniels, just to make sure, are all ejected. Uh, Steph injured or not playing or whatever the case is. So you already got your like, your kind of your secondary point guard because Chris Paul is there. So your Draymond Green's a secondary point guard, and your shooter probably your top scorer, out, right? The shout out to the rookie. I think he he killed it that game, but um, Draymond Green. So essentially, Jaden McDaniel's and uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson trying to be, like, they're going back and back forth. And forth you know. t- uh, uh, and then ripped each other's jerseys. Yeah. And then Rudy Gobert comes in holding back Clay Thompson. I don't think he choked him like Steve Kerr was saying yeah. it. And then, and then Draymond just like, oh, something triggered. Like, I think Mike Wilbon said it perfectly. He's like, because they played each other the night before, and Anthony Edwards and Draymond Green were going at it. And credit, Draymond Green's been like this. Trash talking wise, I have no issues with Draymond Green. He's uh, like, what are you going to do about it? And I love Anthony Edwards' response. By the way, probably one of my favorite players in the league, uh, underrated guys, just because he wants to play every game as well. Yeah. He said that publicly. Um, but no, he's he's like yeah. No one gives a shit about you. Obviously, the N word was said a lot. We're not gonna say that. And uh, no one gives a shit what you're gonna say. He's like, what are you gonna do about it? He's like, Yo, you're all talk so, uh, along that line. You guys can see the clip. But uh, it was fun, funny, good to hear that though. But obviously, Draymond Green comes in, just go, puts a chokehold like he's in the UFC <laughs> on, on Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, yeah. And Rudy Gobert had a last laugh. I love this quote at the end. And I'm not a big Rudy Gobert fan. Um, in general, I'm on Rudy Gobert's side. <laughs> nothing against no, he's nothing against him as a person or anything. I'm just saying the contract and the play. Yeah. But um, 
he's just like, I, I think that, um, you know, Steph wasn't playing, so he wanted a reason to get out, so he just found a quick way to get ejected. And hey, in a way, it could be true. It could be Who true, knows? yeah. Because the year Steph was injured, Draymond barely played that year too, right? Yeah. So, listen, Draymond Green, and I'm not the only one saying this because Through the Wire has been on the same thing as well. Probably a Hall of Famer. Probably will get his jersey retired by the Warriors. Um, does Great player. He is a great player that if our system requires him, I would want him on my team. But he's right? also probably a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't expect you to say that because but. he stomps a bonus last year. Yeah, and now putting the antics are out of hand. They're out of Way hand. Way out of hand. That you're like, sacking Stephen Adams. You're stomping uh, Sabonis's chest. You're putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold. Right? Like it's not that serious, bro. Yeah, it's like, genuinely not that the serious. The trash talk, I'm fine with that. I don't see There's Patrick no issue, Beverly yeah. going out doing this type of yeah, thing. I know. Is, he's taking it too serious. Like what? What makes you this pissed off? This right? is what annoyed me about Dylan Brooks last year too. Right. Um, but like at the same time, but Dylan they, Brooks didn't fight anyone. Well, no, he he would throw cheap shots. Okay, yeah. Like I'm not saying he would fight. Like he would yeah, try yeah. to cause a fight. No, but like this guy's like willing. Literally, like I get it. That's your play style. You want to be a pest. I get it. You want to talk. Get in people's head. Do that. No issues with that whatsoever. But I'm sure Warriors fans. In, I know there's one that might be watching this, and you know who you are. <laughs> you could comment down below if you want or message us privately. Um, what do you think about Draymond Green? as the antic side of things because he deserves his contract he does he's the reason why the Warriors won four trips because he could be the guy at that point before Chris Paul obviously came in now but he was the second the ball handler that could get Curry play off make. the ball he could play make. like he could get Curry off the ball and yeah. get like you know play tag with Curry with someone the defenders right but like this shit like you're putting your team at risk like you got ejected you got lucky a rookie and some other people carried it a bit. I made it a close game. Committed a close game because there was no way that like uh, the Timberwolves should have made it a the, kept this a close game for sure because their top guys were still in. Yeah. Right. And yeah, like constantly you're getting suspended. He's getting minimum three games. He's has a history. He's minimum getting he, three he, games. He got one against the Sabonis here, right? Yeah. So he's getting three. He has to get three. It or makes four. no sense to me though. Like, or five. Why are you doing the antics? Like like I said, uh, I don't know. Like Warriors fans, you guys can comment down below. Bro. I know Steph Curry might be annoyed. Like, why are you doing this? Bro, in the Jazz Joho podcast, he said it best. Life's not that serious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just like, I genuinely thought Rudy Gobert was just trying to pull the clay back and start hitting someone. He thought, according to Steve Kerr, he thought himself that he had him around his neck, so he just went and grabbed him in a chokehold. But I don't think Draymond thought that. Every that's, angle you see. It doesn't, it, no, it's not even that. I don't think Draymond thought Rudy was just. Uh, or he has him beef with Rudy from the past. He's just like. Nah, it's a fight. I'm just going to fucking troll cold someone, bro. <laughs> I think he literally has beef with Rudy in the past or something. Huh? And get, he got a reason. It doesn't even matter. That's what the, I think the, uh, the it, ESPN... It NBA doesn't even matter if he had beef in the past or not, man. Yeah. He was doing that nah. no matter what. How like, tired of you are the antics, though? Huh? Like, like you acknowledge exactly everything I said, right? Like, in terms of he's a yeah, great like player, it, Hall of stupid. Famer. Yeah, he's just doing stupid stuff, right? Um, Obviously, when I'm looking at it from a... a neutral side. Neutral side, like, you know drama you know who, who oh yeah like drama? obviously but, but like, look, no we've got the biggest thing of all what happened last year what beginning of the year oh yeah him punching like, Jordan, Jordan Poole and yeah. he he come out, he came out and said oh yeah last year there was a lot of like hostility in the room no shit you who caused it who caused it <laughs> exactly my point right like there was issues with the whole Kevin Durant thing right which led him to ultimately apparently to leave which is fine that's a different story 
You came out, you proved your worth, you won a championship because people thought you were regressing when Curry was out. You clearly have proven you're a Warriors type of player. Yeah. Right? Because you ain't going to go to like Detroit like you were rumored to go and change that team around. You could fit in a Dame team. You could fit in maybe the Kings style team to have the defensive impact. But you ain't type of guy to go to a random team and be, be going what you do now with the Warriors. Because you're so valuable with the Warriors. You got to thank Curry for that too. But Curry's also got to thank you. It's like there's Stefan Diggs. I think Curry would have done this Curry, on his own, Curry, anyways. Curry was, but Curry's a no. True, I, I I take back that part. You, you got, it's not fifty; it's like seventy thirty. Yeah, right? but Draymond he has, has Curry, def- Curry, defensive side. Curry made Draymond. Draymond didn't make Curry. That's d- what it defensively is. though, like he was the guy. Like he is yeah. arguably one of the greatest players in our de- generation. Right, like he's de- a multi. Defensively, he's a multi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defensively, he's a multiple multiple time deep boy. He's proven he could play big as a small guy compared to the others. And yeah, like I I don't get it. Like why? Talk your shit. I don't care. That's fun. That's fine. Like, I want you... That him going after Anthony Edwards is perfectly fine. Then yeah. you do this. All right. I have a question for you. Yeah. So, we've seen him do a knockout punch. We've seen him do a stomp. Now, we've seen him do a chokehold. What is the next wrestling move Draymond's going to do? A leg do? lock. Huh? I don't know. A leg lock or something. I'm... I'm, I'm I think it's going to be an RKO. <laughs> I think it's gonna be RKO. <laughs> I feel like a leg lock is more realistic because they'll be on the ground and he'll just yeah. lock his leg into an ankle lock. I, I'm, I'm guessing an RKO or a suplex. <laughs> now those those are my next two predictions. <laughs> I don't get this guy at all. But yeah, we'll keep it there because like, he actually might do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, genuinely might do it. Like you, I get it. You're like he's tweet. I think he said on Instagram like I'm Draymond Green. This is me. You can't change who I am. Motherfucker, yes, you can. You can change the <laughs> antics of beating someone up for no reason. <laughs> or whatever. If someone actually punched you first, I get it. Like, this stuff, yeah. The other antics, I'm fine with it. Talk your shit. But yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, before we get into the news we're probably most intrigued with, because it involves our city, or close to our yeah. city, um, unless Doug McCallum makes the, the, comes back and makes the stadium. The stadium. <laughs> but uh, Michael Malone is uh, extended deservingly so I think he is the most expensive or yeah. up there with Monty Williams now um, still killing it without Jamal Murray Jokic is probably back in MVP conversations back to him and Embiid most likely so you got Steph, isn't, Steph is in convo so you got him Embiid Steph you got Luca in there now Steph. as well then you got Steph in there you got Shea in there and you Tatum Tatum and in you there. might have about Tyrese Halliburton in there. Tatum you got Halliburton Hall- I don't think Halliburton uh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the edge to Edwards over Halliburton oh true I'm yeah. saying you put Halliburton in there too and then you put Halliburton people. in there yeah if I'm naming like a top 10 like those would be like without ranking this is a, on off, top of our off, head, off yeah. my head yeah but yeah Michael Malone obviously uh, deserved a contract extension um, still killing it yesterday's game was insane with the Clippers uh, Clippers 0-5 I don't know what... Again, like I said, I still think there could be a finals team. It's just going to take time to figure everything out. Because James Harden was... Partially it's on him because of not participating in training camps and all that. That's on you going on partying and yeah. making fun of other... Your, I guess, former Eating managers. Chinese foods. Yeah. In China. Um, Ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, next one, Zach Levine trade talks. Uh, obviously, we projected one, one of Levine or DeRozan or Vucevic to be traded because the Bulls are not good enough. And uh, Zach Levine is the first off that list. And also on that list is still DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. Um, Shams tweeted this out, developing yesterday, or Tuesday. NBA teams are probing the availability of Bulls two-time All-Star, and there's increased openness from both sides of swing a trade. So Levine is open to a trade now. Yeah. Um, off the head, top of my head, Sixers and Sixers. Now, apparently I saw a report today the Sixers might not be as interested, but 
like Levine ain't that type of guy to like be like hard and demand the ball like crazy. He could still be like off the ball guy. You could catch and shoot. Yeah. Um, Heat, I th- yeah, defensively he may not fit their mold, but I still think you could get a bucket. Defensively, better. I think defensively you might not fit the Sixers mold, personally because well both because of Heat culture. Him and Maxi defensive backcourt, I don't think it's gonna be great. It, it <laughs> depends, I guess, if they could get someone else in the wing, like if they could somehow bring back Thibault. But they have PJ Tucker as well too, yeah, which helps. Yeah, no. The Sixers don't have Peter Tucker. No. Well, am I stupid? What happened? Very what? stupid. Ultimately stupid. Oh no, Peter Tucker got. Peter Tucker's in the Clippers. Yes, yeah, he's they, part of that trade. Yeah, he was part of the trade. It they was, got Batum. They got Batum. Batum yeah, he was. Uh, I forgot Peter Tucker was part of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Heat makes sense because yeah, you get a bucket getter as well. Um, you know, you could pair him. With, I guess same thing there, Hero and him. I don't know how good they are defensively, but again, the culture. Let's see how legit it is. But I still think he fits more than a Harden would have in the Heat. Yeah. Um, the other team for me, uh, people threw out. OKC, I don't know if I would want him and OKC with Shea. I would rather have like a, a better big or a elite like Kawhi wing, like PG comes back, for example. Um, I don't think him and I guess it, it could it, work. It could, I, I It'll could work. I, I could see it. Him, you got Shea, you got Levine. Dort's probably in the start trade. Start Dort for like defense purposes. Dort could be traded. Huh? Or I know, Giddy or Dort, one of them is gone. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think they're gonna keep Giddy then, but let's just say if you're, I'm just ejecting Levine in there just randomly. I'm not saying so anyone trading back. Let's just say it's Giddy, Shea, Levine, uh, Williams, and uh, Chat. Yeah, that's, that's what I think is on the top it's of my head. A little bit small. Actually, no, Shea is pretty big himself. Though. Chet's <laughs> massive. Yeah. Chet, Chet. Well, yeah, probably like in the guard. And then J Dub, which one, whatever one it is, plays big as well. A guard. And you still have like Kenrich Williams. I don't know. I want to throw Dort in there just because we're. Like if on off the bench, you have Cation Wallace. Yeah, and so Dora probably coming off. The if you're saying Giddy's yeah. not part of this trade, like it depends on what Bulls want. Giddy, right? I don't think the Bulls think could ask for Giddy. They could, but I don't think because the Bulls would want Giddy. The Bulls would want Giddy more than Dora. But wouldn't want to do that. But Bulls, who knows? They have so much. They they could. They, they could just throw the picks in. Because like, Shea to keep is the, the guy there. What, what's Giddy is gonna? But Giddy's a point guard himself. Giddy's doing good himself. Giddy's a point guard though himself. Who knows? So like, if I'm the Bulls, I want Giddy. Yeah, if I'm the Bulls, because if it's the yeah, Giddy, literally. Yeah, but if I'm OKC, I would try to, like, you know, not trade Giddy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, like, the Bulls, I think Giddy will be the one getting involved yeah. in this the most. Because they don't, why would they want Lou Dort? Unless they flip him yeah, later, yeah. right? Giddy, you build around him. Yeah, you can. Um, Other team, I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers will go with more Caruso again. How are you going to fit the cap, bro? <laughs> okay, you can't tell me about the cap when you have the Celtics, the Clippers... Uh, have those two like, that squad rolled out alright you can't tell me about the cap <laughs> um, plus we could just get rid of like D'Angelo Russell's contract or whatever but I'm talking about more so Caruso I don't mind getting Levine because we still want, want a bucket getter like, I, I don't want to go in big name hunting but I think Levine's a guy that will fit LeBron and them well defensively again that's the question mark we are slightly struggling defensively but D'Angelo Russell same thing but uh, and then with CJ, by the way, get well soon. CJ collapsed lung. CJ McCollum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could think the Pelicans could, could be, be a shout. The, and yeah, I saw our team put out Orlando, but I don't know if Orlando's ready for that right now. Like what? Like right now, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Maybe next year or two. You got Paulo. You got Levine. Then if if they're making that move, which could be a nice little duo there. <laughs> and then Franz Wagner as well. Yeah, like they have. They'll have it. They'll yeah, have yeah. pieces to trade as well. 
OKC, like I said, move some pieces because you guys are doing well. They could. I, um, uh, yeah. Uh, there's options for them. But I, yeah, think they, I, think I think the, the three names they could fit in a lot of places. The three names yeah. that were mentioned, but I think I forgot it was ESPN or, or Shams or whoever, was the Lakers, Heat, and the Sixers. Off the bat, if I'm the Sixers and the Heat, I'm calling. 100%. Easily, those are the two you, calls. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make call. that move. DeMar right? depends on the situation because where Because Celtics fits. and Bucks are like, they're still better. Even, yeah. though, even though Sixers are first place, the Celtics and Bucks are still the better. The Bucks will eventually get better. Like because we've seen the Sixers do good in the regular season and yeah. choke in the playoffs many, yeah. many times. Um, okay, uh, last thing. This is the most intriguing thing. Great. Hey, we got all sports got hit again today. Uh, exactly. To, to yeah. some sort of depth. And this is the biggest one. NBA expansion talks. I think it was during a Knicks game. I forgot. I think maybe against the Bucks. During live, Adam Silver was talking about uh, expansion. And I think one of uh, whoever was on the broadcast asked, what about Canada? Is this like Toronto is labeled as Canada's team? I know Vancouver rights don't like that. Right, you are a Raptors fan, but you consider yourself a Raptor, not a Toronto guy. I'm not a Toronto guy, <laughs> <laughs> but you're a Raptors fan. Unfo- but as, as, to be a fair point, there is you are sitting here in British Columbia as a Raptors fan, right? Yeah. So it's unfortunate are, that the Raptors play in Toronto. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> but um, so he brought up that like, hey, we might consider Vancouver, which is big because yeah. the Grizzlies obviously left. Now, whether that be relocation or expansion, my new jump ship then. Who knows, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still a Laker fan, so it depends. Because well, for you, it's different because Toronto and Vancouver media rivalry you and know, all that. My, my reasoning was that, you know, Toronto's the only Canadian team, so like, might as well just root for them type of thing. But you yeah. became diehard, though, to the point you got this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that's when I started liking basketball. That's yeah, why that's I became diehard. Yeah. Otherwise, if I didn't care about basketball, I wouldn't give a shit. True, but now, yeah. like, because now you're, you are in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a different, that's a different story. But, um, they said Vancouver, I think Montreal. Someone from Montreal reached out, so that's yeah. a little different. Usually, someone from Vancouver would reach out, but this time he mentioned Vancouver on its own. Uh, this in Mexico City, which makes sense because at least it's the same continent yeah. and it's not London Jacksonville situation. Yeah, yeah, right. But the most obvious ones right now yeah. probably Vegas and Seattle. I think that's <laughs> the that's, yeah. It's, Vegas is a one thousand. If you're adding two, Vegas is a lock. Vegas, and Vegas Seattle. is the biggest lock, Vegas. and people are complaining that Seattle doesn't have a team anymore. Yeah. So it's More Vegas so than Vancouver. Yeah, Vegas and Seattle. Then if you're going international, hopefully Vancouver's one. If Vancouver does get one, I won't then mind Seattle saying, might not get one. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Mexico City just because of, of uh, Guillermo's... Uh, <laughs> Tijuana. Tijuana Piranhas <laughs> type thing. So give him a Mexico team just for Guillermo. And uh, who knows, he might be coming to the NBA Finals in Mexico no. at one point. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously, we would love to have that happen. Like, I will still be a Vancouver fan. Obviously, that's a different... When it ever happens, that's like the convo we will have, for sure. But, yeah, no, I'm, like I said, I think it's Vegas is a lock. And if Seattle gets it, it might be tough for Vancouver because of... They're like, oh, we have one geographically there. They might give one to Montreal then. Who knows? But, um, obviously, I would prefer Vancouver because, like... But then again, who's going to... Where are they going to build it? Are they going to be tenants? I don't know if anyone wants to be a tenant. There's a yeah. lot of business applica- uh, things to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, is it going to be a Fraser Valley team? Like the Bandits or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the case may be. But if it has to be, it's going to be Vancouver. And can you co-own it? I don't think Aquilini will, apparently from what I heard, won't own both. Yeah. So are you going to be a tenant of Aquilini? Or are you going to play at BC Place? I don't think BC Place is the right place no, to play it. No, it's in. not. Um, or are you going to find some land somewhere in Vancouver? This is why we said Doug McCollum, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's intriguing, though. Uh, right? This is the most positive we heard about Vancouver getting a basketball team. 
it's the most realistic out of all the major sports outside of hockey. Obviously, we yeah. have hockey. Um, because baseball, where are you gonna are you gonna extend that Bailey to make it a actual? You can't baseball. No one, no one's in NFL. So yeah, NFL Toronto will be the first team to get it, and it's already thirty-two teams, anyways. And yeah, no. And so if, if anyone were to relocate, Toronto would be out of the yeah. Canadian teams. It will be Toronto. And then you have already the CFL as well. Yeah, the CFL is the same thing. I know, but it's yeah. kind of in that mix, right? Yeah, it's like still um, play there. But yeah, um, that will pretty much do it for us. Uh, pretty fun pod, long pod, early pod for us. For I us guess. recording, yeah. Um, appreciate everybody for the support recently. Go check out the Jazz podcast as well. Uh, banger talks there about baseball and everything um make sure you guys like comment and subscribe get that goal to 300 now uh follow for all updates on twitter tick uh, tiktok instagram uh youtube shorts so subscribe uh audio same thing download and uh, give it a five-star rating and other than that we'll catch you guys in the next one peace, peace.